0: Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 1 Episode 7, it's called Justice, or Justice in non-Batman speak. Yes, yes, like normal people. Well I can't just say the word Justice on it, sorry not do Batman voice, come on. I mean you can, No, everyone else manages it. No, 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 Justice! Uh, So this is an episode, full spoilers by the way, I don't know if I said that. But full spoilers for the episode. You, you didn't. You were too caught up in justicing. I was justicing, yes. I was justicing hard. So this is an episode that combines two things that we talk about a lot in Star Trek, which is the godlike entity and the planet full of humans. And it's a very Earth-like planet, right? Very yes, Earth-like. Uh, uh, Earth-like in the past in
1: to some extent.
0: To some extent, this one's a a little bit different. It's got a, a specific thing that it's doing, but yeah, yeah, they're all horny. <laughs> they're all very horny. <laughs> I I would swear this was a uh, original series script, if it wasn't for all the blatant sex talk. Now, admittedly, maybe it wasn't. They just sexed it up a bit. They just said let's make this yeah. sexier. Let's just do more sex. Yeah, yeah. Um. Because they're basically, you know, they, they beamed out this planet. It seems too good to be true, to the point where you know, Doctor Crusher's like, "Hey, the crew needs shore leave. We just help set up a colony on our planet. Everyone's tired. You know, once they've investigated the surface, can we beam everyone down for shore leave? The, the kids too." Which you know, in hindsight, maybe the kids going down is a bad idea, just for for multiple reasons. That's fine. We'll send the kid first. <laughs> Na- namely being the, so the away team which is not not Picard but you got Riker there you got Crusher you got and I say I mean Wesley Crusher not <laughs> Dr Crusher yes just specify that because he's definitely eligible for away missions yes uh, we got well to be fair to Picard he does say I want to know if it's suitable for children Send send Wesley down <laughs> he can assess yeah, I, it I feel like the point of responsible adults is to have the ability to assess whether something is safe for children I feel like they get their answer because as soon as they land, like so, there's this couple run up to them, and the woman hugs Riker, and the hug, the hug itself is kind of fine. The big problem that stuck out to me during this hugging scene was the noises these characters were making as they were hugging. Yeah, it was basically like, oh, handsome man." Ah, oh. she was basically orgasming as she was hugging him. She and, was. Then, and then the guy did the same thing to 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 uh Troy. And then Tasha. He's met Tasha before. Riker and Tasha had been done already. And here's the thing. So Tasha's getting a bit of a reputation f- on this show. For, for, she is a little, isn't she? As far as we're concerned. Because between the, the data, sexual assault, that's what I'm And there's it.
1: You know, this where they're like, oh, she's up for
0: it. And she's like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Not even just that, but when they're still up in the, the bridge of the ship, um, Riker mentions, oh, they're ready to make love at the drop of a hat. And it cuts to her and she's like, any Any hat. hat. She's really excited by it. She's got this yeah. look in her eye. I'm serious. I'm. I'm. I'm telling you, this woman is dangerous. She's dangerous. She is. So, so that's there. And all after she's after they've hugged everyone else, the woman goes, "Oh, it's a younger one." And she goes to like hug him. says, oh wait, do you, do, how how do I interact with you? And he's like, whatever you normally do, I guess. And she hugs him. Although notably, it was a very timid hug compared to, the, to compared yeah. to the rest of the characters. And then they're like, hey, do you want to go and meet everyone in the the, the you know the, the lounge or whatever it is, or do you want to stay here and play? And Riker's like, play. He's like, yes, play, make love. And then all get kind of like, um, I guess so. And then she looks over at Wesley and goes, No, no, Wesley's like, I'll I'll just go on my own. Oh, that's right, that's right. He says that. And then she's like, Oh wait, this is unfair to him. He can't join in. Uh, and then they sort of send him off with other kids his age. And I thought, what do the kids do though? Like, like if if this society is obsessed and I, I say obsessed. Uh, to, to his credit in a relatively healthy way where everyone seems happy it's not like you yeah. know we're in dominatrix land here everyone seems very happy and just free to just do sex all the time fair enough do, do sex do sex yes that's what they yeah. do they do sex but what do the kids do and you know, what's the age of consent on this planet <laughs> like, what, what yeah. is consent on this planet if everyone's just always up for it like I don't Yeah. these are I questions when, free you know, to be the, asked when Wesley goes
1: off with the other kids and they're like, oh, can you, can you teach us a, a game?
0: <laughs> and he's like,
1: you know, there's some stuff I haven't learned yet.
0: Yeah, he's feeling... feeling I, I will admit, I, I think Wheaton's acting in this episode was a little bit iffy in places. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I'm being kind, all right? I'm being kind. Don't. Pull no punches. And the girl, it turns out, wants to just learn to play sports. She wants to play ball. Yes, and he needs a bat, but apparently they don't have bats. They don't have bats, so they try and find a stick. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, so this is all going on, and they eventually learn that the the rules in this plot there's very little policing because there's no crimes, and there's no crimes because uh, and this sounds great at first. They're just kind of you know the you know Tasha is a. Uh, enamoured by this, and, and Worf comes over and obviously Worf's down here as well, I didn't mention him he's he's not very amused by all this this lovely touchy, feel-good no. nonsense he,
1: he he would be if they were Klingon, but unfortunately he's like N- do you know what, I'm, I've got to restrain myself too much or I'll break him
0: yes. <laughs> Human, women are too fragile, as he puts it yeah. I actually kind of like Raker's response to that he's like, you know what, from anyone else I'd, I'd assume that was a bragging comment but from you, Worf I kind of believe it I just believe it, yes yeah. uh, but so they find out that there's been no crimes because every single crime possible is punishable by death, so everyone's just been good <laughs> since they started doing yeah, that. Yeah,
1: so there's some sort of lawmakers in the in the idea that they patrol, they pick an
0: area at random and go, right, we're checking here, if we see any crime, you're dead. It's not even just that they're checking it, though, because after Wesley gets into trouble, they, they then say to them, if this was still the active zone, you'd be in trouble now too, but it's not. It's only when the zone itself is active. Yeah, so they, they, the other zone's active, so someone else is off to check it, right? That, presumably, that presumably, yeah. Uh, but it's not just that they're there, because even though they've done technically a crime in front of them, it doesn't matter because this zone is no longer yeah. being policed, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> they're off duty now. So you get away with it. <laughs> Which seems a bit murky. So I did think it was a bit on the nose that the the example they have tasha brings up so even if someone like says you know st- steps on grass that says do not step on this right and then you know a scene later Wesley like you know trips over a little fence into a garden I thought couldn't the example in the previous scene been something else that was completely different just so that it didn't feel like almost the exact thing that they just talked yeah, about and also it ended that scene you know where she's like oh yeah what if, what if they you know go on the grass
1: and she goes but what about the kids yeah what about Wesley and then immediately because him about to do something
0: wrong I'm like yeah. come on yeah, it was just it was just too on the nose. Like, it'd have been fine if the example she like asked about was like, "Oh, what if what about jaywalking <laughs> or something something like that?" You know, just something other simple thing. What about walking? Because every, everyone runs. Just just walking. Are you I mean, I mean, is to crime? What if someone steals a, a piece of fruit because they're hungry? And I am mean, sure, the answer to that may be well, we don't have uh, you know capitalism here. We every all food's all free because <laughs> we're yeah. all hippies and nothing but sex. Uh, but you know. Um. so so Wesley gets uh, uh, imprisoned and Riker and that have to kind of defend him and just for the record Wesley's been an incing for two episodes now and he's already caused an intergalactic crisis on a planet, I just want to point that out yeah bit of a shit isn't he when they said they were going to kill him and he's like were well, you really going to kill me? I'm like let him do it, let yeah, him do it too. this is your chance, this is your chance, let him kill him yeah, it. yeah, it's like, this This is how you redeem the show. <laughs> I don't think, Do you know what the sad part is, is that early on, when, when, when the hugging was happening, all the sex noises were happening, I was thinking, oh, this might be like Naked Now levels again. This might be like just as ridiculous as that one. After that scene, though, it kind of just got more mundane. It did. It was kind of just always there in the background, but it never yeah. did anything with it. Because my biggest complaint, actually, is because they implied that everyone just has sex all the time. That until a scene later where they're they're in a in the the you know the the parlor or whatever it is and there's people like kissing around. I actually said, "Well, where's all the sex in the background?" I feel like if people are having sex that often, just you know, that casually, shouldn't there just be people in the background like? At and then, it? and then to be fair, there was. Was there? Well, not like.
1: Uh, as blatantly but it was it was clear what was going on in some of them in the background
0: well that was in a later scene but in, in the scene the hugging scene and the, the walking through like, the, right, the outside okay. area like there was at no point was there any like someone lying down somewhere over no not outside they were inside though <laughs> they were inside yes like i guess I mean, it, I mean, it was just kissing so it was, it was pretty tame for t- but, but i'm not saying i wanted it to be raunchy i'm just saying no no but you got the point right yeah, I, i'm saying that giving what they describe it should always look like an orgy yeah you know, there should be dogging happening just all over the place. I, I
1: was shocked they were only ever in, in, in couples, to be quite honest with you.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing, yeah. there should be in, like, weird groups of, like, whatever numbers. Yeah.
1: yeah, You'd have
0: thought, wouldn't you? Yeah. It was all straight relationships as well. There was no no, no gay or anything like that. No. It was get... the 80s, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, again, but in the context of what they're telling us no, on the I'm show. Familiar. yeah. That, that also explains why it's just kissing i'm saying in the context of what they're telling me about this free loving society who likes to have sex with everyone uh, i agree yeah I so, agree. you know but yeah so i was i was hoping it because it was very clear quite very quickly once you saw the costumes these characters were wearing this was going to be a bad episode and that's fine um but i was expect i was at that point i was thinking oh this is going to be naked now levels of fun bad and it never quite got there. It, it it calmed down too much after after those, so those what few was, scenes. It's, it's not even the worst
1: episode. It's just kind of, eh.
0: Yeah. Because obviously we're not talking the other side of the plot yet the, with the god-like thing, but... Yeah. It, the ending is kind of lukewarm in that it just kind of ends quickly. Because uh, the other side of the plot... Is that there's a at first there's a glitch in the equipment there's some sort of weird reading but it doesn't make any sense we'll just ignore it yeah good idea guys and then no sir seriously we we'll double check things there's something out there outside the ship and then they kind of like you know get get it on viewfinder it's it's this kind of like weird space station but it's kind of out of phase with with reality it's like kind transparent. of a cool idea yeah uh, that part's cool and they try and talk to it and this this orb of light that comes on board. And demands to know what they're doing there, and Picard tries to explain that they were helping a colony to get started, and the ball's very concerned with the people down below. He's like, "Hey, are you gonna like interfere or you know try and leave your people behind here?" He's like, no, no, we're just visiting. We're just visiting. Yeah. And then it basically tries to have sex with Data, kind of. Lots of lots of things keep trying to have sex with Data. It 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 bonds with Data in a, and a yep. mental link and invades yep. his head, and learns everything Data knows, which presumably is quite a damn lot. I imagine so. Um, the best scene of this episode may actually be when Data wakes up and Picard talks to him and it's the whole conversation about babbling and nah, I, that's pretty good because cause I love how he says oh, you stop, don't babble days like I don't babble sir you you, you ask for information you might critique the, the order and the manner of which I convey the information but all the information is very valid yeah <laughs>
1: and then he's like just answer the questions concisely and to the point <laughs> so he does and then it's like
0: come on more information go on yeah yeah there's not found a happy balance between them yeah not as of yet but uh now those things were fine um i felt they could have done more with the idea of dr crusher finding out her sons on trial for murder <laughs> well, uh, that, yes. well not on trial for murder you know what i mean he's he's on death row for <laughs> or oh, stepping on some plants for stepping on some plants let's be nice were flowers let's let's go one step well, th- flowers are plants they are but i mean My sentence was still correct Plants could be just boring things Flowers can be prettier (laughs) What I said was still right No no one's precious about their their little square of weeds But they're they're very precious about their flower bed That they've spent time and care picking
1: Maybe not weeds But I mean What about like a a Tomato plant People are very precious about their tomato plants (laughs) I couldn't think of a fruit. (laughs) I couldn't think of a fruit or a vegetable that was a plant. (laughs) (laughs) You're
0: telling me this little squirrel was crops. That's what you're telling me. It could have been. (laughs) I'm just saying,
1: people get protective over their plants, not
0: just their flowers. All right, fine. Shh. Right, I'll try to jazz it up a little bit. Forgive me for trying to add some color to the co- conversation. Plants can be colorful too. You can have bright red tomatoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god, they're perfectly nice. <sighs> we used to have tomato plants.
0: We're not debating the, the merits of tomato plants. Well, clearly, I think we are. Ah. Uh... All right, well, <laughs> so the godlike bee's not happy, doesn't want them to interfere. And it, the thing that the episode kind of gets at in terms of the, the, the core debate is Picard eventually beams down and it becomes this thing where they can easily overpower them and just take Wesley back. But that obviously goes against the prime directive. But at the same time, he's not just going to let Wesley die because they have to protect you know, their own crew yeah, members. At one point, to confirm that the
1: Godlike being is what you know these people think of as God. Mm-hmm. He takes one of them up onto the ship. Does that not go against the prime directive of like, hey, let's show them space on a ship and let them see their own planet and look, this is what
0: you can do. Hmm. I feel like I feel like bringing people on it on, onto the ship has been relatively common. Has it? I think so now admittedly maybe the ones i'm I'm remembering weren't people who who shouldn't have been on the yeah ship. yeah but like i feel like i remember people coming up often enough I, I think maybe the argument here is that because he needs someone to like tell more about this godlike being and because they they understand it in some way or they have a history with it it justifies the the the, the, the act
1: maybe i thought it was a, a bit of a way you know he was already pretty sure that okay this is what they're talking about as god just question them. Just go with that. You know, I mean, I don't think they needed the visual confirmation.
0: I'll describe it as like probable cause. You know, you can't just break it at someone's house, but if there's probable cause and you're a police officer, you, you go in. I'm really glad you added and you're a police <laughs> officer. <laughs> <to death> <laughs> there was a while there where I wasn't sure you were going to. <laughs> hey, to be fair, I'm pretty sure if, if I think someone's dying and I break in their door so, so that I can get them to an ambulance or something, I, I'm sure they'll be thankful later. Not if they're not dying, they won't. <laughs> well, assuming that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Big assumption. Fine. All right, fine. If I think you're dying in the future, I'll just let you die. Just in case. I don't want to That, that is exactly bounds. the
1: kind of society I expect.
0: <laughs> don't want to overstep any boundaries Are in.
1: Exactly. I'm just saving you lives. leave the sanctity of my home alone. Like a damn hero.
0: You heard me. You're no hero. I'm a hero. I can I'm not I'm not to
1: <laughs> Look just because this episode is called Justice does not make you Batman
0: <laughs> I thought I was getting that I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna crack a joke but I decided not to for two reasons one the thought of saying a line from a Enrique Iglesias song it kind of hurts me to my core also the implication saying it to you is that I'm calling you a baby which I also do not want to do so I backed out. I backed out. Good choice. Yes. Yeah. Um. So. So that's maybe what the core debate of the episode is. Is like, how do we do this without breaking our rules, or without you know infringing upon what their rules are? But they're horrified. Like, oh, we can't not like kill them. Like that's that's what keeps things in line. Um, and ultimately, you I like just actually at the sky and saying, hey, we break some rules sometimes. Yeah, but basically they convinced the, the godlike being to you know let them trans because it, it blocks the trans you know their their transporter, and they they you know they basically convince it by saying you know rules you know there is a rule book but you have to like li- life is a what was it picard says life is an exercise in exceptions yes. like you you have to be able to judge things uh on a case by case blah 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 uh, and Riker says something like uh, you can't just have like a a, a, a you know to the t the rule book that just defines everything it doesn't work that way it can't work that way yeah. Um. And I actually agree with their points. They they both make complete sense. Do, do you know what? One of the biggest problems though is yeah that up until they arrived, it had very clearly had been working. It had on this been planet. working. Yes. <laughs> and because because at one point Picard almost kind of insults them where he says, "Oh yes, we used to have a death penalty a long time ago, and you know we improved and got better." And the, the guys like. Oh, well, I guess we are quite primitive and, you know, not as advanced as you. We were just this little back backwater planet, yeah. but uh, it's been working but, for I mean, us. they all seem pretty happy and no one's committing any crimes, so to, yeah, and also tell to be, me who's winning. To be fair, when we had the death penalty, things weren't this happy. Life was not this good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Life was not this full of love. I'm just, I'm pointing this out. Also, I feel like if Ethan's going to wipe out this, this civilization will be an STD. They, one of them, one of them is going to have sex with something they shouldn't, and then all of a sudden, the entire colony is just going to. That's it. Yeah. The kids will be left potentially because they 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 shouldn't have been at it. Shouldn't have been. We don't know what's going on though. We don't we don't know what crazy. It all seems very happy, but who knows what's happening behind closed yeah, doors? Yeah, exactly. Weird, deranged shit. Um, I don't know if they do have closed doors. <sighs> Well, yeah, you don't need to. You just have sex in front of everyone all the time, so <laughs> why have closed doors? Yeah. Yeah, it gets cold. That's why they have closed doors. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Well, there's a climate, Stupid damn it. Weather. It gets chilly in the evening. It, it, it might not. It might do.
1: It might. It, it could wear very well, but there's no guarantee.
0: Yeah, but if you're in a really warm climate, it'll feel cold to you at night just because you're used to that temperature in the day. Sure, but alternatively... You're just used to it.
1: Maybe it will feel, you know, maybe you just yeah. It's just it's just normal. Yeah, but temperatures drop at night. They do, they do. But what I'm saying is it might you know, if they've never known you know, if they've never had doors or warmer clothing, it's just this is normal. It's like, well, whatever, you get used to it. <laughs> maybe they don't drop that much. Your argument is that if they were never used to having doors. Look. All I'm saying is when I have been in some hotter countries and it's been far too hot during the day, the temperature has dropped at night to still a very reasonable temperature. Yes, to you, because you're used to a colder climate. No, no, no. Even to locals are like, yeah, this is still fine. It was it was just, This is still casual. Okay. So, you know, screw you. They have bad winters. <laughs> Do they, balls? They do. They absolutely Paradise do. Paradise doesn't have winters. Everyone knows
0: that. Oh, dear. Um, so, yeah. So, they basically convince it, it lets them beam out and that's the end of the episode. So and, just, and then it vanishes it. and they're like, well, if, guess that was that. Shame we didn't learn more. They agree to uh, remove the colony they just established. Though. All that work they did before the start of the episode, they're going to have to go back and undo. <laughs> yep. Because this, this godlike being, this uh and we we're kind of godlike being i mean they basically discovered that it's probably just kind of like them but just more advanced like like we are to the people on the planet this being is to us yeah um so it's not too unreasonable no uh but that's 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 this race this people whatever it is they basically have claimed this sector of space so yeah uh, i I appreciate it doesn't actually play too hard with the godlike being stuff Nah, it doesn't. It's much more about the people down there worshipping it. And it does kind of, like, block a couple of... Th- you know, it blocks the communications at one point, it blocks the, the transporter bit. But, but it- things
1: within reason. And, and mm. you know, and there's, there's a point where when, when they go back down to the planet and they're like, well, hang on, I was up there in space with, with God, and you know, we were there, so you guys must be
0: gods too. Mm. So, I mean, it,
1: it seems reasonably consistent.
0: Yeah, like it's not like as much as I this is not a good episode. No. It's not the worst episode by any means. And it we ah, have fine. definitely seen worse original series episodes.
1: I think we've seen worse next gen episodes.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's true too. But but I I mean specifically with the godlike beings, we've seen worse oh, okay, godlike yeah, being yeah. episodes. We we definitely have, yeah. Yes. Um <laughs> yes. Yeah, code of honor is garbage. No, no, like it's, well, it's just...
1: Yeah, I really wanted to make sure that, that we are in agreement that that was utter shite. And this was t-
0: mildly mediocre. <laughs> I have to admit, though, I am really, really enjoying the, the development of Tasha being a sex fiend. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll, I'll be honest, all, all the stuff with her, uh, you know, Riker, all, the, you know, all the, those back and forth banter stuff in this, that, that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, the character stuff was okay, yeah. Can't, yeah. can't fold it too much. Uh, all right, there you go. That has been what was it called? Justice. justice. Yes. God, How could you forget justice? Hey Bruce, honey, what do you want for dinner? Justice. Um, so. <laughs> do you want fries with that? Justice! Um, so, that has been Star Trek Next Generation Episode 7. You can let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. You can, of course, support us by liking and subscribing, but you can support us as well financially by going over to patreon.com slash TV and donating a dollar a month or more. But a dollar a month, you get these Star Trek discussions a week earlier than everyone else, so you get to feel like you're advanced unlike the sex fiends in this episode you know people on youtube and i'm about to insult you all here on youtube you're the sex fiends on the planet yeah uh, this this is how you get people to go and, and donate money to you the, just insult the, them all the people in patreon you're starfleet right That that's the distinction are we the godlike being We're, yes you're the godlike being <laughs> uh, this got really egotistical really fast <laughs> I didn't plan the godlike beam when I started that. You just went in there. Um, so, you, you could do that. You, we also have merch now. There's a merch store. There'll be links in the description if you want some merch. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. That's whatever. just cool. Whatever. Um, so, there you go. That's That is Star Trek Episode 7. We'll see you guys next time for Episode 8. In fact, yeah. After, I don't know if I did this last time, but we did start doing a thing where I look we at the next did, one. did, didn't we? The next one's called The Battle, and here's the description on IMDb. Beware, Ferengi bearing gifts. Oh, we'll get Ferengi back again. Captain Picard receives a stargazer, a ship considered lost that he once commanded. Yeah, that sounds potentially yeah. interesting. Sounds okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's point eight up on the average rating from this one. So. Okay. Okay. Alright, I'm cautiously optimistic about episode 8. But there you go. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Keep watching Star Trek and sci-fi shows and all that stuff. And to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper.